Hi everybody, my name's Joel. I'm your host of the It's Nagelbush podcast. Today's podcast is about change management. I am the CEO and owner of an organization called Fostering a Dynamic Impact, also known as FATTY. We are the change management company. We teach people and organizations how to effectively embrace the transformation capability of change. Change is one of life's inevitabilities. It is one of those things that no matter what your status in life, no matter where you are on your journey, um, change is one of the inevitabilities. You're going to have financial success. You're going to deal with change. If you're going to have some kind of uh, health issue, which all of you are going to at some point in your life or already have, um, they are huge change agents. That um, could be through your relationships, even if you don't do anything. If you sit on your couch and look out the mirror, you're still going to deal with change because the natural progression of aging is change. So that should set the stone. This the stone should set the tone for what this discussion is about, and it's about managing change. We're going to discuss it from a perspective of organizational change. We're going to discuss change from an atmosphere of personal change, and I'm going to discuss how both of those arenas deal with change in the same way. So let's um, let, let's talk about change in, uh, I guess, a generic approach, right? You know, one of the things that, that is constant in our world, and the same is true 2,000 years ago, is that change is coming, and the idea that we can just create something and let it remain what it is, whether that is a personality trait, a characteristic, whether it's um, a process at work, whether it's an organizational policy or procedure, um, those things that we create uh, to more effectively deal with change need to change themselves. And to successfully manage change, um, you need to be able to embrace it. And if you're not able to understand it, you can't embrace it. Um, one of the most effective ways to look at the things that are going on in your life is to reframe them. If you take away the name of the things that are going on in your life, for me, if I took away the word uh, cancer when I got sick and replaced it with the only other word I would have known at the time, let's say change. And the doctor came to me and said, listen, you have this terrible change agent. And this change agent is going to put you through some chaos, some stress, even some pain, both spiritually and physically, yet it's going to make you better. I would have looked at thyroid cancer very differently. So if you can reframe the things that are going on in your life, if there's an aggravating boss, if you're in a relationship that is stressing you out, it's about looking at the things that are doing something to you, those change agents, those stress agents, those relationship quirks, the road rage, the person cutting you off, all of it. Because remember, there are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason, right? The universe and God aren't out to get you. So if things that happen happen for a reason, the universe and your God aren't out to get you, then why are those things happening? The short answer is it, it's there to teach you. 
that those change agents are actually huge agents of opportunity. And you want to make sure that you can manage change in a way that it's totally transformative. And you have to, like I said, be able to identify it. When your organization undertakes projects or initiatives, um, they're typically done to improve performance. They're typically done to seize opportunities, address key issues. And those initiatives, as they're implemented, require change. Change in processes, change in job roles, change in organizational structure, the type of technologies used. This is a natural progression of growth, especially for an organization. It's not very different for, for a person, right? Right? The organization, immediately there's, there, there's a connection. You understand that and as an organization, you're going to have projects, initiatives. You want to improve your performance and make sure that you're taking advantage of opportunities and address key issues that can stifle growth and, and manipulate the type of uh, performance that you want. There's no difference in your life. In your life, you want to seize opportunities. You want to make sure that you're addressing the key issues in your personality through honesty and transparency that are going to make you the best you possible. You're going to undertake projects and initiatives. You're going to implement them in your life so that you can be the best you possible, whatever that best you is, whatever you might need at the time. Because what you need now is going to be very different than what you need in five years. Because I don't think any of you can say to me that you're the same person today as you were five years ago because you grow or because you change. And as the types of technology are used to help you embrace, identify, and manipulate change in your personal life, they're also the same inside your organization. The challenge with the technology lies in how fast you embrace the changes in it. Because about every 18 months, there's some new transformative change in technology that recreates the way that we process information. And that's growing exponentially. You want to sustain a competitive advantage inside your business? Teach your people to learn how to embrace, the, stay on top of technological advances. Moving on. And here's where things get wonderful for me because as a manager, as a consultant, as a teacher, as a life coach, and as a human being, um, I understand that humans have the ability to control how they react and being able to react differently to change agents because of the reframing process is huge right like what is change management it's a discipline that guides us to prepare to equip to find support networks so we can successfully adopt change into our life so that it becomes a driver for success and a driver for outcomes. Otherwise, change is going to come at you and you're going to cower in a corner. Whether your subconscious does it, whether your organization does it, and it's going to crack at your confidence and it's going to crack at your drive and it's going to make you doubt your why. None of those things are helpful if you're trying to manage change effectively, especially when it comes to managing the chaos that change usually brings. So what do you do? You learn to embrace a new way of thinking. 
you learn to reframe your thought process. No one does this overnight. You have to create a habit. Otherwise, there's going to be way too many moments in your day where you're not remembering that, wait a minute, whatever's happening to me right now is about guiding me towards my purpose. Changing my course of direction towards what I really need to be and want to be. Finding out what you need to be and want to be is a different podcast. If you really want to know what that is, you should reach out to me, fatimpact at gmail.com. I'm a life coach, motivational speaker. Uh, it's what I do for a living is help organizations and people find their drive and their why. But the importance of knowing it is key for managing change because you're able to split and decipher what those change agents are doing. Are they there to test you? Are they there to move you? If you don't have clarity, you'll never find the difference between the two. Every change is unique. Every one of you are unique. There are decades of research that show that people take different actions based on different influences and different change agents. As a manager, as an organizational leader, you have to find out what makes your people tick. Because if you want to manage people well, if you want to manage your organization well, you have to manage change well. And the only way to do that is to get your people involved. I'm talking to leaders right now. You have to get involved in your own personal life. You want to manage change properly. It's about transition, and you're going to go through it. And having an effective change management philosophy provides a structured approach for supporting individuals and organizations alike. So you can move from your current state of chaos, your current state of growth, from your current trends to that new level, whether that new level is a faster pace of change so you can continue on the trend you're on, or you're just totally unhappy with what's going on in your life, you can't find any harmony, change management techniques help you move into the place you want to be. There's different levels of change. Individual change, there's organizational change, there's enterprise change. Obviously, you know what individual change is. That natural, psychological, and physiological reaction that humans have. Most of your stress happens when you resist change. Most stress happens in an organization when you resist change. If you are clear about your, about your objectives, if you are clear about your organizational goals, if you are clear about your life goals and you have defined them in a way where you can break them down into sections, well, guess what? When tough times of change come, you can rely on that. Because you've looked at why you resist change. You know that uncomfortable feeling that comes with change, so you embrace it and tackle it and get on it. It's important to know what makes you tick. As a life coach, I'm highly intuitive, so I tend to, to, to zone in on that. As an organization, you should know that. If you're a leader, you should know what makes your people tick. 
I'm sure you're trying to manage and lead across generations. Multi-generational effective management comes from knowing what makes them click. Because you're not going to be able to manage the 60-year-old change agent like you can manage the 22-year-old millennial change agent. Right? Both of those are going to react and resist to change differently. Which means you're going to have to communicate the need for change effectively. And if you can't, then none of your initiatives are going to be effective. Because your staff, because your subconscious, your inner child needs that buy-in. It needs to be purpose-driven. And managing change, those transitions, should be the center focus of all the activities inside your organization and inside your life. You want to be flexible. You want to be adaptable. You want to be clear. You want to be defined, not in how you look. You want to be balanced. This is about your brain. This is about finding harmony. Because you can't avoid stress, right? Stress is going to come into our life. It's our greatest teacher. So it's about finding the purpose in it. And just stressing out is rarely the answer. That stress has a reason. And if you can find that reason, you can absolutely deal with the stress agents more effectively. When you teach this concept to your staff, they become more aware. They want to look at, because you have a, a really wonderful reward and recognition process, right? They want to find opportunities for change and be recognized for it. And you're going to, and you're going to reward them for it. Because the more effective they recognize change, the more powerful your competitive advantage is in your organization. And it's sustainable. It's no different in your life. <laughs> so that's organizational change. That's personal change. The enterprise change management capability. This enterprise change management is an organizational core competency, right? You have to be able, as an organization, to move with the times. You have to be able to have competitive differentiation. You need the ability to effectively adapt. The world is changing. The more interconnected we get, the faster it changes. Climate change changes how we get goods. Artificial intelligence changes how we get things. Changes our processes. It changes how your organization is going to manage its logistics. Change management processes are consistently and they have to be effectively and efficiently applied to every initiative. Searching for a leader, if you are a leader, you need to either find those skills, create those skills, or, can, or already have those skills that will guide your teams through change. If your teams are sound, they just need guidance. If you're a change management specialist, you can move your teams through any kind of chaos that comes up. And that's, of course, because you've created a culture that's empowering, that communicates, that's transparent. All of those things are free. They don't cost your company a penny, but the return is huge. The change management capability from an enterprise perspective 
demonstrates how the need for individuals to embrace change more quickly and effectively is paramount. How organizations are able to respond quickly to market changes and embrace strategic initiatives and adopt new technology more quickly with less productivity impact is the source of a sustainable competitive advantage. And that's driven through people, your human resource. So there's the organizational perspective and then there's the individual perspective. The enterprise perspective takes it and puts it together. You want your organization to have and sustain organic growth, it does it through its people. And if you want to really manage that in to the 21st, 22nd, 23rd century into a legacy, then you create a culture that continuously develops its people. It's pretty simple. The concept's not foreign, and it follows simple logic. Why doesn't everybody do it? Oftentimes there's a lack of urgency. Management knows it needs to happen. Leaders know it needs to happen. Accounting knows it needs to happen. But oftentimes in organizations, those departments are fractured. And because of a breakdown of communication, there's no sense in urgency that Man, the accounting department's struggling, so sales needs to pick it up. But we don't have the right sales team, so HR needs to manage its selection and recruitment process better. Or create a new one. And if management and leadership can create this sense of urgency around a cohesive team, you can start to have a conversation. It's not, it's not a matter of showing people poor sales statistics. Or let's increase competition so you can win and I can win. It's about having an open and honest and convincing dialogue about what's happening in the marketplace. About doing real SWOT analysis. What are the strengths of the organizations? What are our weaknesses? Where are there opportunities for growth? What are the threats? What's the competition doing? What can we steal from the competition? What can we do differently than our competition to make us the ones who have that competitive advantage. Can't do it without open communication. That's for sure. You create like this, when you start to have these conversations in your organization, when you start to have them in your life, you create this culture, right? Like this, this, this mindset of a change coalition where you're working as a team to build momentum and inertia and urgency. All of it around the need to embrace change. The need to change. Need to change doesn't have to be a scary phrase. It's change. It's inevitable, like breathing. It's coming. If you own the organization, you have to find the right leaders to communicate this. If this is about personal change, you got to be honest. And this is where an effective coach comes in. Because you've got to know who the, effect, who, who the true leaders are. You have to know who the stakeholders are. You need a true emotional commitment. Real buy-in. You need to know the why. You need to know the purpose. Because there's going to be times when you're not motivated. Remembering what the why and the purpose is will keep you going. Team building needs to be key. 
It creates an atmosphere of communication. You want to build teams, you have to communicate. It's the first step in success and the last step in success. And you have to continually look for weak areas. That's why you grow. When you find those weak areas, you create training and development programs and processes and procedures that enhance that. Now, you're making your human resources your competitive advantage. you got to create a vision for change. If you're not going to create a vision for change, it's not going to happen. We all need to know why. When you first start thinking about change, there's going to be thousands of ideas. Solutions floating around. you got to link them. you got to make sure that they are real. You have to make sure there's a clear vision so everyone can understand what's happening. So when you ask somebody to do something, there's no resistance. They're not even realizing they're embracing change because you sold them on the why. Then the process manages change, manages the chaos, manages whatever it is, a fire in your organization, a theft, the environment, tariffs, whatever it is. Develop a little one, two sentence story, a summary that captures what you see for the future of your organization or your future goals. That serves as your mission statement for the strategy so you can create this sense of change. That sense of change becomes opportunity driven. Oh yeah, ooh, what's happening now? There's not chance for me to change and grow. Communicate, communicate, communicate. And here's where it starts to help your life right away because now that you've got these goals, now that you've identified what you want, where you're going, what you're going to do, anything that's in the way of that is an obstacle. Anything that draws you away from that is an obstacle. You want to go to school to better develop yourself and people around you are trying to draw you away from that. There are obstacles to your growth and development. They got to go. You have a policy or a five-step decision-making process that's in the way of change efficiency, you remove it. And you can identify it because, man, you got to make things happen faster. They're not happening faster. Since they're not happening faster, it's got to go. If you're going to embrace the pace of change, you cannot do it without being efficient. You got to put in place a structure. Continually check for barriers to it. Resistance to change is natural. It'll always be natural. That's why you always hear the motivational speakers talking about if you want to change, get out of your comfort zone. It's a big deal. You want to learn more? You want to know how to do that in your organization, in your life? Reach out, fatimpact.gmail.com. Dynamicimpact.co is the email, I mean, is the website. It's Nagelbush, obviously, is the podcast. You can Google me, find me, see how I can help. My prices are reasonable. The impact is huge. And I'm always looking for opportunities to help.
I hope you're having a great day and a great week. Stay grateful. Thank you.